Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Blog Talk Radio. Fear tuning in. If you are, in fact, listening live, and we know you're listening live, I want to invite you to follow us on Twitter, at Majority MMA. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, The Majority Decision. And uh, don't forget to subscribe, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, all of those podcast distribution mediums we are available on. We'd appreciate if you give us a little subscription. helps us out on our numbers and helps us out on the overall growth of the show. Fayaz, before we get into the big announcement from last night and today, I want to put yeah. the final coffin. I want to put the final nails in the coffin of the event that was Bellator 149. Uh, <laughs> what what else can you say? Oh my God! I can say that Dada 5000. For those that don't already know, almost died. Can you believe he did that? almost die. Cut too much That's weight or something like that? Is that what happened? Uh, from just sheer exhaustion. Potassium levels got yeah. out of control, and they actually had to revive him in a hospital right here in Houston. Craziness, yeah. man. I guess I guess that's what happens when you don't train. You, I was listening you fight to... fight out in the backyards. Yeah, I, I'm with you at 100%. I was listening to... Uh, uh, Jimmy Smith, Jimmy Smith, right? The guy who does the main commentary on Bellator. Um, yeah. And, and he was given an interview, and one of, and and of course, the, the guys who were interviewing him did a really good job, I thought, because they didn't, you know, they didn't uh, handle him with kid gloves. They asked him a couple of hard questions. Of course, everybody was super disappointed with with the card, the way it turned out, the the, the co-main event, the main event, absolutely garbage. I'm glad I didn't spend any money because I almost did. Almost bought tickets there uh, a week before the show. I'm glad I didn't. But anyway, they asked him, you know, why does Bellator continue to put on these kind of fights? And his answer was pretty simple. 
And he said this. He said, well, as long as people keep tuning in to watch these fights, Bellator is going to keep putting them on because they're a television show, and whatever the ratings suggest, that's what they're going to keep providing. Um, yeah. You know, I see that point, but, man, I don't know. that. It, it was awful. It was terrible. It was pretty bad, man. I, uh, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I just, I don't know, man. I don't even know why you'd want to tune in to watch that. I couldn't even watch it. I refuse to watch it. You know, I still have not watched that fight. I won't watch it. It's ridiculous. Well, you, know? you should because Kimbo slices. I'm not Kimbo slices takedowns were in rare form. I, I I watched when uh I saw the part where Dada went down. I think there was a highlight somewhere. And uh you know, whatever, man. Kimbo shot I just I don't know, man. That fight was stupid, you know? I mean you know put Kimbo in the ring with somebody, at least put him in there with somebody who's got some talent. Right? Not some guy who, you know, thinks he's doing his friggin' community a service. I paying them thirty dollars to tear each other apart in a in an eight by eight ring in a backyard. I mean that's I mean, that's kind of ridiculous, man. You know. Well, and then on top of that, this, on top of that, he almost dies because of exhaustion. So I mean, was he even ready to fight? No. You know, did he take no, it seriously? Not. Did he come no, out? Did he want to so. come out and showcase any type of skill? No. Right, so you know he he came out he came out for the paycheck to put his name out there. I don't know I don't know if he's a a full sign on with the promotion, but if he is, you know I hope he I hope he does something to uh, you know do something with his skills and you know actually uh, you know actually take it somewhere. He's just going to come out and because all they're going to do then is just put him in front of spares, right? He's not gonna find anybody good. It's just ridiculous, man. I can't. I just can't do. I can't. I can't watch stuff like that, man. I'm a true fight fan, and I can't watch garbage like that, man. I just can't watch it. Well, the fight was gonna go one or two ways. It was gonna be a quick finish, which I thought maybe at the last minute that's what it was gonna be. It ended up not being that way. It, it, it was terrible. Uh, will yeah. Dada 5000 ever fight in Bellator 149? My guess would be absolutely not. For, for them to bring him back uh, would would apparently be a, a bad choice for his health. Um, so, yeah, he, he, will he ever fight again? No, obviously Kimbo's going to fight again. Um, but look, the, the main event between Hoist Gracie and Ken Shamrock was no better. It was absolutely ridiculous. Um, but the, the the ending aside, take the take the ending out of it. But it was just a ridiculous fight. Well, it's crazy. He didn't even have his hands wrapped. But what what is the Texas uh, Fight Commission doing, letting a guy step into a cage uh, without his hands wrapped? It's absolutely ridiculous. None of the, in my opinion, none of the four guys in that fight had any business being in the cage at all. Yeah, and that's on Bellator. I tweeted. That's, Find the guy who thought this was a good idea and fire him immediately. I actually I didn't I didn't have a problem with the Hoist and Ken Ken Shamrock fight. The only problem I had with that fight was <laughs> I found it odd that they didn't they just allowed Hoist not to wrap his hands. 
Is that I I just I thought that was uh, kind of weird. I mean, what commission does that? I've never seen anything like that. Um, obviously that's a that's a you know that's a safety hazard. There's a reason why professional fighters wrap their hands. You know, I mean we we all it was, it was an MMA fight, not a, not a grappling match. So I was, I didn't get that at all. Um, I, you know, I kind of saw that fight going that way. I knew I knew exactly what a hoist was going to say when that fight ended and uh that's uh it, it was the same thing that Frank Shamrock said when he need Henzo Gracie in the back of the head when Henzo was on top of him you know so many years ago he said man I'm old school man you know back when we were fighting you know you could do all these things and you know just instant kicked in so I knew that's what he was going to say and you know that's it is what it is, man. It is what it is. I think uh, Pat Militich won wanted the winner, so uh, I think I think I bet you Bellator makes that fight. Oh no, no, no. The worst thing that came out of that fight was the low blow and the way it ended, because that that reeks of rematch right there. That reeks of rematch. They will they will do. I bet if I had to bet, they will do Ken Shamrock and Hoist Gracie four. Uh, and, and try to think, somehow think, salvage it. You think it. so? I think so. I hope not, but I think so. Wow. That's it. You know what? If they do, hey, you know what, man? If they do it, then hey. Again, I'll tune in to watch those guys again. I, I tune in to watch those guys again, but I'm I'm not ever gonna tune in to watch. You know, da da five thousand fight. I'm not I'm not gonna watch that guy fight, man. I just I can't. I can't even believe that they're still doing that, man. They're still putting guys like that, you know, in the case. That's something that you watch even even when you watch the lower leagues now, like the legacy fights and the RFA and, you know, those guys, even those guys put on better shows, put on better fights, right? And, you know, they're all – and they don't have as many professional fights. I, I just don't get it. I don't get uh, Bellator's mindset on that. And, uh, you know, there's so many other ways they could go. Well, let's get right into it, and that's the big news of the evening and what's going to dominate a pretty much majority of the conversation. If you're listening live and you want to give us a call, 929-477-1077, give us your thoughts on uh, the big change for UFC 196, uh, please feel free to do so. Hit us up on Twitter, at MajorityMMA. And by the way, if you're following us on Twitter or liking us on Facebook, um, we were doing our best to give you minute-to-minute, up-to-date information as it came on both Twitter and Facebook throughout yesterday. It was all up in the air. So if you're asking the question, well, why should I follow you on Twitter? It's because we spent most of the day yesterday doing all the research for the news, and uh, we, we were giving it to you so you didn't have to do all the work. With that being said, Rafael Dos Anjos is out with a bruised foot or broken foot or bruised, if you ask Conor McGregor, um, whatever. The bottom line is he's out, and there was some speculation as to who was going to take his place. Um, the names that were thrown around, uh, apparently Jose Aldo, Frankie Edgar, unable to compete, not ready. Uh, Edgar dealing with a torn growing, and uh, Jose Aldo just saying he's not ready to fight. Uh, not in fighting shape. Uh, Cowboy Cerrone 
put his name in the hat. B.J. Penn put his name in the hat. Eddie Alvarez put his name in the hat. Anthony Pettis put his name in the hat. And Nate Diaz put his name in the hat. Of course, it ended up being Nate Diaz. Did the UFC make the right choice in Nate Diaz? You know what? Um... You know what? I you know what? I think so. I think they did. I mean, look at that, man. You got you got one guy. You you got the guy from Ireland who talks and talks and talks, and then you got then you got Nate Diaz. And those what do those guys do? They talk, talk and talk, and you know they're gonna fight, right? They'll come in. They'll come in at full weight and they'll fight, and you know it'll be you know it'll be a fight. So. You know, whether it goes five or not, I have no idea, but you know it'll be a fight. And if you think about uh, it, if you think about this right, they didn't take the fight at 55, so it wouldn't have made sense to do it at 55 because, right, you want to make the super fight for the big bucks. Well, you can't make the super fight for the big bucks if, you know, somebody gets lucky, knocks Conor McGregor out, at 55, then you can't make a case. You can't make a case for a super fight. It's kind of stupid at that point, right? So, so you take the fight at 170, then it doesn't really matter. It's you know, it is what it is. Well, I you know, I thought it was interesting. I, I thought it was interesting the way it played out. Um, I think I think probably the best decision for if if it were me. Um, I think you save Nate Diaz when you have some time to promote it a little bit more. Uh, even though the reality is it really doesn't need any promotion because they've been promoting it enough. Um, I think probably Cowboy was probably the right choice. He, he he would be ready to fight. He just came off of an easy victory, uh, come off coming off of a fight camp. None of the other guys, Nate Diaz included, are uh, – at the end of a fight camp, really prepared to fight. This is, in my opinion, the UFC saying uh, we want to give him Nate Diaz on short notice because we believe that Conor McGregor is going to steamroll Nate Diaz. And it didn't matter if it was a 55, 60, 65, or 170. Uh, this was the best matchup that they could give Conor McGregor, the most favorable matchup that they could give. And I love it, and I love Nate Diaz. And I know he'll show up to fight, and I know he'll put on a show, but stylistically, it's uh, it's my opinion that Conor McGregor and, and and you guys know how I feel about Conor McGregor, uh, you know, not on the bandwagon, but I think he's going to steamroll Nate Diaz. You think? I I don't know if he steamrolls it. I think I think it'll be a fight. You know, I'm anxious to see how he does against a guy like Nate Diaz. We'll just stand in front of him, take damage, and punch. Diaz got the reach, uh, you know. It's uh, it, Diaz can grapple. He's got fantastic jujitsu. He's got tons of submissions under his belt. You know, he's proven that time and time again. You know, everybody says, well, you know, Nate's on short notice. He's not in shape. I mean, those guys are training, sparring, cycling, running all all the time, you know. He he's in enough shape and Nate Diaz if he knows how to do anything, it's fight. So, I you know, it's probably it's, it'll be a five rounder, right? Cuz it's uh has to be. 
because you wouldn't want to make that fight anything else, so you're going to make it five rounds. They're both at 170 pounds. Nobody's cutting weight. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be a good fight. The fans want to see it because they're both just big smack talking. You know what I mean? Do I think it'll go five? Absolutely not. But uh, I don't. I don't think it's a first round finish by any means. Uh, you know, I, I hope that I hope that Nate Diaz takes Conor McGregor to the ground and submits him. That's what I hope happens. I just don't think it's going to yeah. happen. Uh, you know, N- yeah. Nate Diaz is not Nick. Uh, Nate's come in to fights out of shape before, and he's paid for it. And right, you know, I I hope I hope that I hope that he can get ready in eleven days. Um, do I think he's going to come to fight? Absolutely. We know that. We know that. Anybody who's a fan of those guys knows that's what's going to happen. Everybody knows. Even if you're not a fan, you know they're going to come ready to fight. Um, But, man, I just – I think that Nate Diaz's style is going to work against him. He's going to move forward. He's going to eat kicks. He's going to eat kicks to the body. He's going to eat kicks to the leg. And as much as I hate to admit it, Conor McGregor is just a more well-rounded stand-up guy, and I don't see Diaz working to get him to the ground. I, I think he's going to come out and he's going to try to stand with him. I think it's going to be a mistake. But I hope I'm wrong. I yeah. hope I'm wrong. Well, hey, maybe he'll come out with a game plan, right? Maybe he'll come out with a game plan, and, you know, then, then we'll have to see, right? Then we'll have to see, we'll have to see how well-rounded right, Conor McGregor really is. And that's uh, and everybody says he's legitimate on the ground. So you know, let's l- let's see it everywhere. I think they didn't pick Cerrone because you know Cerrone lost to Dos Anjos. I mean, it wasn't long. What was it? Three, four weeks before he just took this last fight on Sunday. I mean, he didn't right. So to give him another fight two weeks later, he did that last year and he didn't show so well. I don't know if you recall that or not. So I think that it, I, you know what I mean? So I, I think that's why. Was that you know, against Ben Henderson? They got, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he took, he took that one, I think like on two and a half, three weeks notice because he just got through pretty much demolishing someone to where he didn't really waste any energy. But, I mean, that was just, you know, he, but, you know, and I thought the same thing. I thought he'd be okay, but he just didn't show, he didn't show that well against Ben Henderson. And some would even say Ben Henderson won that fight. So, I mean, you know, he, I think, uh, I think they did the right thing there, not picking Cowboy. I, you know, Cow, Cowboy had that, had that one thing where he didn't do so well. I think they got, uh, you know, plans for that guy in the future. And, you know, I see Cowboy, you know, working his way towards another title shot. I mean, that guy, that guy's a winner. Yeah. To your point about the, about him losing to Dos Anjos, I think that, I think that's a good point. I, I think that probably did come into a lot of the decision-making in terms of, you know, what, where do they all fall standing wise and, and who might deserve. Well, it's I, not I mean, even that, right? He lost to Dos Anjos, right? And then this last fight he took, it wasn't that long after that. So then for him to take another fight immediately, you know, you know, Donald Cerrone is the guy who will take a fight in four or five weeks. But you're asking him to take a fight in two or three weeks. The last time he did that, he just didn't show so well. So, you know, I think, you know, 
They just didn't want to run a risk. I think they got plans for him is why. Yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day it was a matchup. I, I, I think, you know, Michael Bisping came out uh, yesterday or a day, or a day or so ago and talked about how Conor McGregor is the luckiest fighter in the history of fighting because the guys, yeah. have more opponents drop out of fights. He, he, you know, and, and, and here's the thing, and I hope and this is I hope Nate Diaz has a game plan. I hope Nate Diaz doesn't try to stand with him. I hope Diaz works him, puts him up against the cage and gets him to the ground. Because let's just be honest here. Uh Chad Mendez, who was done after three minutes of the first round, cardio wise, mauled Connor McGregor until he got knocked out. Well, I won't say mauled, that's a little strong. Took him down with ease. Uh and, and and Conor McGregor's ground game is absolutely suspect. His only two losses are by submission. I know that was a long time ago. So but um, so he did take him down is, with ease, but then but then didn't Conor McGregor have ACL surgery after that or MCL surgery right after that? So so yeah, he did take him down with ease. He didn't really do much to him on the ground. He didn't really bust him up or anything. So you know that's a fight I'd like to see again. You know with a healthy Chad Mendes. I think he'd do okay in that fight. I, I, I would venture to say Chad Mendez on a full camp uh, would be favorable to win against Conor McGregor, unless he shows that he's got some ground game. But, hey, credit Conor. Nobody's been able to make him show that part of his game yet. So, right. you, know, you, can't, you can't really take anything away from him. you you got to get him to the ground. You want to test him on the ground? Hey, somebody's got to get him there. Nobody's really been able to, with the exception of... I, I, just, have, I just have a feeling, you know, you're right. I just have a feeling that Nate Diaz is, uh, is going to go that way with it, right? If, you know, because they're both going to come forward. Here's what I'm anxious to see in this fight, right? They're both fighters who just come forward. They don't do too much, you know, messing around running around. I mean, you know, they circle and they do whatever, but they like to come forward and put pressure. So I'm just, I'm anxious to see, you know, where that ends up. And, uh, I think, I think Nate's going to try to shoot time up, shoot and, you know, try to try to rough him up on the inside a little bit. I I hope he does. Uh, I, I think it would be a really good test for McGregor, especially at this weight. My guess is that McGregor's probably not going to weigh into 170. You know, my guess would be he's probably going to be somewhere in the low 160s come fight time. Uh, Diaz yeah. will probably be at 170. Um, yeah. And, and and you know, there, there's a lot of variables too, man, because both these guys are really good at keeping their distance and keeping guys at distance when they want to. Diaz uses his length really well. Carter McGregor uses his kicks really well. Uh, Diaz has a two-inch reach advantage. And um, I don't know if you – Got a chance today to watch any of the um, any of the of the press conference that they had today. A lot of people were saying that they felt like Nate Diaz looked a lot bigger than Conor McGregor, uh, but I'm not so sure. Conor McGregor is a pretty thick guy, and it looks like he came prepared to move up a weight class. Yeah, I'm I'm sure he did. He probably was he probably wasn't any type of weight cutting phase when that all happened, right? So. Um, I think Nate Diaz, you know, Nate Diaz probably walks around 180 pounds. He probably had to cut a little weight to make 170. 
Yeah. Right. We've seen him fight 170 healthy before, right? He looks full. You know what I mean? He He's, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, and he he's a pretty big guy. I mean, he, you know, I've seen him fight at 170 pounds, so that means he probably came in a little heavier when on fight night. And, you know, he said it himself, man, I, you know, I'm not starved. I feel good, you know, that sort of thing. So, you know, I'm sure he's uh, figured out a way to, you know, cut to 55, you know, better now, you know, this la- you know later on in his career as he grows. But, uh, you know, he looked – he did look big at the weigh-in. But uh, you got to remember he's also taller. So he's going to carry that weight a little differently. Connor looked pretty big, squared up pretty big to him, but yeah, he, there's there's a significant height difference. Yeah, yeah. Well, Diaz comes in at about six foot, and uh, McGregor's at about five eight. And you know, one of the funny things that Diaz told kept telling McGregor, which Diaz didn't really have a lot to say, which I didn't really expect him to. Um, you know, typical what you would, you know, I mean, pretty much what you would expect. I mean, yeah, you know, a lot of FUs and MFers and Stockton and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was, it was highly entertaining. I and think Conor he told McGregor him he was on steroids or something. Yeah. Told him he yeah. was on steroids, told him he's only, uh, he's only knocked out midgets and, uh, right. You know, but Conor McGregor, his, 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 his press conference game was absolutely on point. Um, he was on fire. He was selling the fight and uh, holding nothing back. But uh, even called out his, even called out Nick. So you know that this is smart by Connor. This is smart. You know, a lot of people, and, and I'd be one of them to criticize him for calling out so many different guys. But you know, the more that he does that, the more that he's just setting himself up for a paycheck down the road. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Smart business. Absolutely. Smart business. Absolutely. He, you know what? You, you, you got to hand it to the guy. He just wants to succeed. You know, I don't think I, – I think he's a guy. You look at Conor McGregor, right, and, you know, he might be like, you know, like Brock Lesnar was in the UFC. Came in, I achieved my goal, I'm out, right? He – he might be one of those guys. I'm going to make as much money as I possibly can before I get too old. I'm going to save it, and I'm out. I'm just going to get out. And, uh, you know, while, while you got it, man, why not Why not do what you can do and uh, do what you can do with it? we got a little poll on Twitter, so if you follow us on Twitter, go by and check it out. Just trying to see how you think the fight between Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz is going to end. So uh, if you get a chance, go by, check it out on the Twitter at Majority MMA and uh, give us a vote. Let us know what you think. Um, so then I, I guess another question is, and this is a question that they brought up to, to Connor during the press conference. I think it's a little too early to start thinking about UFC 200. He obviously has plans to fight a UFC 200. Uh, right. I'm sure that the UFC is waiting with bated breath for Conor McGregor to come out of this fight unscathed so that they can plaster his face all over the UFC 200 posters. Um, But the question here is, does he go ahead and say, if if he's convincing, if he gets a convincing win over Nate at 170, does he go ahead and say, you know what, UFC 200, it's time for me to just fight for the welterweight belt, give me Robbie Lawler. 
Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah, man, Robbie Lawler's, I don't know, man. <laughs> That's a, now we're thinking way out. You know, I don't even know. I don't even know how he's going to do a 55 yet. We're we're jumping all the way to 70, right? And all your guys fighting at 70 right now that are natural, you know, that are that are fighting at 70 right now, they're all cutting from 185, 190. So, I mean, it's, God, I don't even know how that would work, man. That's crazy. It's crazy to even think about. But if if they offered it to him, I bet you he'd take it. Oh, there's no question about it. And I'm telling you, I, I would be willing to bet that if he dominates Nate Diaz, that's going to be the talk of the town. And if Dos Anjos can't be ready by UFC 200, I bet that's the fight they're going to make because Robbie Lawler doesn't have anything scheduled right now. Uh, yeah. I, I, bet that, I bet that's where the arrows will be pointing. You know what? I can't wait. I don't think Robbie Lawler would. He wouldn't say no to that fight. He'd take it. No. Think of think of Absolutely. the money that would bring. Think of the yeah. money that would bring. That would be huge. That would be huge. And then if he did that, he wouldn't even have to fight a fifty-five if he didn't want to. No. He could just completely skip it. Yeah. Which is kind of what he alluded to in the press conference that you know Dos Anjos dropped out. Uh, you know, he said he's more interested in the paycheck than he is the belt, you know, even though winning two belts is a goal. Um, hey, getting that paycheck is more important than uh, holding the championship. Yeah, Let's make I think, uh, I, yeah, I mean, he's taking advantage of it. It's like we just talked about, right? He's going to sell it and get the biggest fights he can while he can and while he's able to do it. So that way when he walks away, he doesn't have to worry about anything. Absolutely. Well, that's going to wrap it up for another edition of The Majority Decision. I want to thank everybody for giving us a listen. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Majority MMA. Like us on Facebook, The Majority Decision. And be right back here on Blog Talk Radio this Friday at 10 p.m. for another edition of The Majority Decision. We are...